Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I explore something unexplained, talk about what it is and look at what else it could possibly be. Research is done as academically as possible and references will be given after the stories. This first week, there's an episode every day. Today, I'll be talking about something that happened in Devon, England. When I looked at the first week of episodes, I remembered this story from my childhood, from the very book that all of this week's episodes have come from. I'd completely forgotten that it happened in Devon, which is really close to my home county of Somerset. So, on with the story. In 1855, there was snow in February. On the morning of the 9th of February, 18 different communities along the estuary of the River X awoke to discover that something had been wandering about their homes in the night. The weather the night before had been particularly bad, with heavy snowfall, strong winds, rainfall and a frosty morning. For someone to be out and about in those conditions meant that something was definitely wrong. Around these communities, strange horseshoe-shaped footprints had appeared in the snow overnight. That wouldn't normally be an issue, but these prints ran in a single straight line, about six inches apart. There was no left or right, it was a single file line of footprints. This arrangement of prints would suggest that whatever caused them was either hopping around or walked on two legs that placed one foot directly in front of the other. The 18 communities affected each had several sets of these footprints. It's believed that it was just one creature, which would mean that the creature had travelled around 100 miles in a single night. The river stood between some of the communities but it was frozen, so it wouldn't have caused much of an issue for anything trying to cross. The footprints in the communities were everywhere. They led directly to front doors, then mysteriously stopped, only to reappear somewhere else. They also appeared to walk vertically up walls and across roofs. In an effort to find the creature, groups began to search the surrounding areas for it. They returned home later in the day with no new knowledge of what it was and some people were full of fear and too scared to leave their houses after dark, with others truly believing their towns had been visited by the devil. In the fortnight after the discovery of the footprints, the phenomenon was being reported in both local and national newspapers. In particular, in the illustrated London News, a letter was sent that stated, the marks which appeared in the snow to all appearances were the perfect impression of a donkey's hoof. But instead of progressing as that animal would have done, feet right and left, it appeared that foot had followed foot in a single line. The use of marks here instead of footprints is important. Footprints hadn't actually appeared in the English language just yet. The article continued after the letter, detailing more of the events which I've already gone through. 
The letter prompted a lot of responses with theories about what the creature could have been. Some people thought it may have been a wolf, others a kangaroo. Some people even thought it could have been an escaped animal from a traveling menagerie. For the next few issues, responses to the article came in from all over Europe, including a letter about a place in Poland that saw these same footprints every year. This letter said that the people of the area attributed it to something supernatural in nature because there seemed to be no other explanation. Soon enough, the story dropped off the map and the mystery remained unsolved. The idea that the creature had visited at night had ominously religious undertones. It was reminiscent of the plagues of Egypt from the Bible. One of those plagues had an angry god pass over each house at midnight and only save the firstborn son of any Israelite as long as their door was marked with lamb's blood. The issue with this is that it seemed quite opposite. Hooves were a symbol of the devil. And in a Christian society, being visited by the devil was surely an awful omen. The fact that the footprints scaled vertical walls leans into the idea that it was a supernatural presence though, so there may be some traction to that theory. More mundanely, zoologists and naturalists speculate that it could be the hind foot of a badger or a great bustard or by an otter or even a frog somehow. One researcher even ventured as far as to say that it was only a rat, but all of these animals have no hooves. The rat would also cause a trail rather than distinct tracks. It could also have been a huge prank by a group of people in the area who set out to prank everyone in several communities over the course of one night. The problem with this is that the weather that night was awful and anyone out in it would likely get seriously ill or even die. The final theory, and one I will return to in a later episode, is that it could be a Jersey Devil. This is my own theory and has been for many years. The Jersey Devil is a cryptid from New Jersey having cloven hooves and not being seen often. It's entirely possible that it could be the culprit. However, seeing as the story takes place in England, it's very unlikely. It seems that the most likely theory is that it was a group of troublemakers. Unless, of course, it was the actual devil, or something related to that. Either way, it happened a total of once, and then never again in England. And I don't know if it still continues in Poland. The story from today's episode came from the 1982 Reader's Digest book, Mysteries of the Unexplained, page 152. The news article and theories came from a blog by Peter Moore called The Curious Case of the Devil's Footprints or The Great Devon Mystery of 1855. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. 
Speaking of social media, you can currently find me on Facebook at What The Heck Mystery Podcast, Instagram at WT Heck Podcast, and you can also support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash What The Heck Podcast. Currently, there are no tiers to the Patreon, but once the ball starts rolling, there will be tiers with extra special things for you. I've also set up an email address, whattheheckpod3 at gmail.com. I'd like you to send in your stories of the unexplained so I can read them out in secondary episodes. But if you have any issues with my phrasing or think some of the things that I've said are insensitive, please don't be afraid to let me know and I'll address them in episodes as soon as I record them. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next episode. Thank you.